2: if you have this burning desire on your heart to give it a go you absolutely have to listen to that intuition and just see where it takes you
3: welcome to the best bits with lily and alice We'd like to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly two hundred and fifty years ago. In particular, we at the Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today, and we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello, my love. How Hello, are you? darling. I am great. Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, and that is, is that all. You just look at me like I'm great. (laughs) And? Why do you ask? Why do you ask? Weirdo. Sorry, sorry, sorry. How are you, darling? I am good. (laughs) I am actually really, really good.
3: this is going fantastic oh okay God. let's let's let, let, let,
0: let's 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 share our best and worst bits let's start with that okay best them and them. worst i feel like that always gets us like in um, in the zone in the zone yeah. best and worst so my best we have had three no yeah three really incredible interviews in the last like four days four days and they've been incredible women who are just so inspiring like we've got on off every episode or every interview and just like stared at each other particularly sure. one, one Alice and I you can't we, share it yet we know yeah we can't share who it is yet but we got off and we just like stared at each other like no words we were absolutely speechless no. it was like what the hell just happened like that was amazing yeah um so I think 100% that's my best because that was just so so special and then my worst it's not really a worst but the last couple days I've just felt like really spacey and really Mm um almost uncomfortable and what I think it is is like I feel like as much as things are going really well for us and I'm like so psyched about it, I feel like we are kind of on like the precipice of like exciting things, which is so good. And I almost think there's like sometimes between that and things happening, there's almost like this little period of like adjustment and fear that kind of comes up within you. And I've been really aware of it and it's not sort of a fear, affecting me but it's I'm just very aware of how I'm feeling and I've just felt a bit spacey and a bit uncomfortable
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um which I think is just so important to be aware of but also to just like push through and Mm. and you kind of get comfortable with those uncomfortable feelings and then you keep going and then you know I kind of feel like you get through it and you know the universe kind of is like all right you're ready um you're ready you're ready but yeah it's just a un- bit uncomfortable like that last interview we did at the start I was just like spacey like what am I gonna ask like
3: I don't know. yeah literally. and then
0: yeah it's, push through it and it's fine yeah
3: sometimes you can't let your sort of like sometimes like you can't let your minds tell the story and mm. in that particular scenario like sometimes our fear tries to protect us it tries to get in the way it tries to tell us we can't do things it mm. likes to have a little bit of a pick at us but when you're able to sort of um detach yourself from the way that you feel in Mm. a good way not necessarily like a positive way like you're fucking pressing (laughs) something but like I think it's really special and it's powerful and I I agree I think there's some moments even with the podcast and even Mm. with other things in life where it's like this is so good Mm. shit like I'm overwhelmed yep You know, it it's like this is moving too fast, or like Mm -hmm. what happens if this happens, and it's because our body, I think, is just like trying to protect us and trying to keep us in our comfort zone. Which, Mm -hmm. let's be real, like we we don't have fucking time for that shit. So, like,
0: yeah, Yeah. let's go. (laughs) Literally, literally, and it's like, yeah, it is a protective thing. Hey, but then I guess you know you remind yourself, okay, cool. Like you could let this fear just you know Mm. take hold of you, but things will stay the same, and 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 you won't grow, but you could just push through it. And then all these amazing things could happen. Like what's the choice? And
1: it's
0: it's such an easy choice, but it is so interesting to notice those uncomfortable feelings when they come up. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it's no coincidence kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's been kind of interesting. What's your best and worst? Very. So
3: my best bit, um, I had, um, a really lovely weekend. I literally got like, I got – Who is? Um, actually <laughs> 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 really. There we go. Just trying to get the fucking goss. I know. Spill, spill some tea for us, doll. The tea is not being spilled. The tea is still in the cup. I apologize. Uh, you're kidding the tea, me. The tea shall be poured at the right time, but currently it is – it's brewing it's in its it's its in its fucking cup in brewing. the kettle yeah so um but I had a really nice weekend we went out for drinks um Friday night with some mm-hmm. mates and um that was really nice and then Saturday night went out for more drinks I literally had like nine cocktails over the weekend I was like
0: oh my god <laughs> you're crazy I'm crazy, crazy
3: so nice. yeah yeah and then it, like Sunday just chill went to Bunnings like Mm. it was a yeah, really yeah. nice weekend. Mm. Um so that was my best bit. Um Beautiful. and I feel like I'm getting much better at just enjoying life again, mm. if that makes sense. Like sometimes yeah. we can just go ahead and just be like, Oh, I need to like do this or work or do this or be serious. And it's like, come on, like why are we here? Why are we mm-hmm. on this earth? Let's just like have nine cocktails of the weekend, just forget. Enjoy about it. it. Yeah. Um and my worst bit was actually this is interesting that I don't even know if I've shared with you before. Ooh. Um did I tell you that I am going off my, or like I am trying to wean off some of my medication, my anxiety medication? No, you
0: haven't told me oh, that. No. I didn't know you were doing
3: that. I know. Um, I mean, I didn't know, but they do. Um, yep. So, what I am trying to do is I am just testing the waters, and mm. um, I want to kind of start weaning off it to a lower dose and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, I am currently at that lower dose, mm-hmm. and I actually feel really good. However, there's this part of me because I've done it before where mm. I have this like fear that I'm just going to one day wake up and I'm going to feel like shit. Mm. And I think that fear stems from last year when I tried to wean off them and I had a really horrible time. Mm. Um, and I, but I also think that I was in a space that was really not conducive of going off them. So like, mm. I'm just seeing how it goes. Yep. Um, but I think my worst bit is like this like, preemptive anxiety of like, what yeah. happens? Work,
0: like watch out yeah so yeah, that's, a, but, that's a really hard hard thing to do yeah mm, yeah no. yeah but I think it's it's an important thing to do if that's what you're wanting to do yeah you know and
3: I and I have I've been thinking about it I mean I've wanted to do it last year but then I had to go back on them because of shit hit the fucking fan yeah. but um I think that I'm in this space right now where I want to and it's not like I'm going to go completely off them but mm-hmm. I'm just seeing what a lower dose does and whether that's just as impactful mm-hmm. as the dose that I was on and then yeah. kind of play like yeah.
0: yeah yeah I think that's really important to say that when you do go off meds and stuff like it's a slow slow mm-hmm. thing yeah yeah that, absolutely yeah. you can't just go yeah.
3: off them straight away like this stuff no. you know and I'm doing it with the guidance of my psych and like my yeah. doctor, so I'm not just being like, "All right, can't bother with this shit anymore." Like, yeah, you know, it's a it's a um, calculated risk.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's um, well, good on you, darling. I think that's really okay. that's a really good thing that that you're doing if if that's what you want to do. Um, mm. and yeah, that's really that's really tricky. I hope it goes okay for you. Yeah, it's always um yes. it's always an interesting one, but I think, you know, the preemptive anxiety is so freaking normal, like that is mm-hmm. so normal. Um but whatever happens happens. And the thing is, if you have to go back on them, well, it's yeah, You yeah. feel great on them. So that's fine. Yeah. Like there's exactly. no it's real problem. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Well done. Yes! Guys. Anyway, enough about me and my menti bees. Can we please
0: share who we got on
3: today? Because it's exciting.
0: It's very exciting. Yes, we have Jessie Norbrion, And we loved this chat. Jessie, it's actually the first time I met Jessie, but you're really good friends with Jessie. Um, So it's always nice to sort of see that dynamic, which is lovely. Um, But she's just so kind and so sweet. Mm -hmm. And what you see is what you get. Like she is as lovely as she seems online mm, yeah she's a powerhouse like mm.
3: incredibly impressive and very, very modest and humble. Yes. so yeah we can't wait to share but um let's just get to it hey
0: yeah let's get to it let's stop us talking um and yeah get to it enjoy, enjoy our it. chat with jesse norbury
3: Jessie Norbury is the founder of The Clayco, social media influencer and model with a heart of gold. Jessie and I met at the 530 Club in Conala a few years ago and watching her flourish in business has been one of the most rewarding things I have ab- I've been able to witness. Jessie's story of how she turned a hobby <laughs> during COVID into a full-time business is nothing but inspiring and something that makes her the successful businesswoman she is. So without further ado, please, Jessie, Let's get to it. Thank you so much for coming on, and we're so, so excited to chat.
2: Yay. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is going to be such a fun conversation. Thanks, Alice,
0: and thanks, Lily. Oh, of course. Alice and I were chatting before the episode, and we're just like, we're just so excited to chat to Jessie. Like, we don't even have that many, like, specific questions, but we just want to (laughs) chat to you because you just seem just so lovely, and Alice always, like, talks about, how much she loves you so thank you so much for coming oh, on
1: stop.
2: thank you so much yeah i'm really excited to get into these questions i feel like yes. they're so business related and yeah. you know i love talking about a bit of business so yeah this is gonna be so much fun mm.
3: i um I, I, it's it's so interesting jesse like i've witnessed i've known you what for like three something years and three years yeah crazy. But like the start of our friendship, like to now, you have just like it's 180 in a really good way. Like your business mindedness, your passions, your drive has just like, it's just phenomenal. And I'm obsessed with it. Like I think it's so good. And I know that a lot of our friends would say that as well. And I just think that it's so great that we're able to have these sorts of conversations three years on and see the amount you have grown and developed in honestly, such a short period of time,
2: it's crazy, like honestly, three years ago we were both like so different, such yeah. different people, yeah. even like you said, like we met at 5 30 club. How crazy different is life now? Oh. Like when I met you, I was in like a completely different career. We were in like such a different like life
3: stage. Yeah. but that's where it all began. Hey, absolutely. It's where it all began. Five thirty club. remember that day when we were on TV. In the, um, I business. do oh my gosh
2: yeah what a time I, think yeah, I remember surprised. seeing that <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to insert a clip or something yeah. <laughs> but the guy comes up to us and he's like oh what do you do at 5 30 club and you know I brought Bear that morning to come oh. and be on TV bless and oh. um yeah Alice was responding to client emails and I was sending invoices or I don't know something like that, but we were on. It was at sunrise with Carl Stefanovic. Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) it was so funny. funny. (laughs) We like each other on TV and like left straight away (laughs) after. Do you know
2: what? I think that was actually my very last 5.30 club go figure because we were like there promoting the club. We'd done it for so long. It It was great, but I think it just kind of fizzled out a little bit.
3: Hey. Yeah, I also think like with the 5.30 club, I think because we started working for ourselves a lot more and like doing things like throughout the day, in terms of business and stuff, like you kind of want that five thirty AM to be your, your kind of chill time, mm. a time where you do your morning walks or your gyms and things. So it was like we were working from like five thirty AM to like five thirty PM every single day, and it was it was getting a bit much.
2: It was way too much. The mm. work life balance was not Sorry. there, that's you for know, sure. I mean?
3: But oh my gosh, yeah, you were driving all the way there. I remember. Yep dick anyway, whatever <laughs> so that's how we met but we don't want to talk about that that's we want to really talk much. about you right now jesse and the yeah. amounts of incredible things you've done over the past three years especially with your new well, not even new now it's pretty pretty like what two years a year old one and a half yeah old? it's
2: been 18 months since i started I the
3: pottery business but yeah. it
2: was just like the most random thing ever like If I'd looked back three years ago and told myself that I would be running a pottery and ceramics business, I would have laughed in your face. Be like, what the heck? I've never touched clay in my life. Like, really? no, not once. It was just so random, but I had a friend who was into ceramics and I was like, oh, like that looks really fun. She was posting on, on YouTube. And so come the lockdown of 2020, so the first one. Yeah. I was so bored. I was filming like every third day on YouTube, just doing day in the life sort of stuff, but looking for things to really fill those vlogs with. So entertaining yeah. things that I could find. I was, yeah, just trying to do some crafty stuff. And yeah. so I ordered like this little clay kit online and had it delivered to the house and decided to give it a bit of a go. Um And the video is still up on YouTube of Geordie and I sitting down and trying these things. I've still got the pieces behind me that I've made from that day. But yeah, I made this like shell sort of looking dish and Geordie made a mug and it's all on YouTube, like trying to figure out how to do this. And yeah, it was like, it was a fun experience, but from there, I just loved it. I was like, this is so mindful. This is, yeah, it was just a, a really good excuse not to touch your phone and your hands are messy. So you can't really do anything else except for be in the moment Yeah. and posted it on YouTube and didn't really think anything of it. But I decided to order myself a massive block of clay just to Make some more things. And then I started making all these 530 Club mugs yes, for my friends. Oh, Just- <laughs> Have you still got
1: your <laughs> <we'll take up>. little <laughs> yeah,
2: we'll take up? Sorry, those pieces are kind of crap. But we can- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'll make like 530 Club merch because I obviously love the club so much and yeah. wanted to make some things for my friends. Then I was just like continuously doing pottery here and there whenever I kind of felt like it. It was just yeah. like a little hobby sort of thing. Come lockdown 2021. Um, so I think that was like June, July, mm-hmm. you know, lasted for a couple of months here in Sydney, unfortunately. Again, mm-hmm. got really back into the YouTube vlogs, was vlogging every single like week on. Yeah, on YouTube, doing these weekly vlogs for lockdown. And then I was posting more clay tutorials on TikTok, on YouTube. And I was getting quite a few questions about how, how I make these pieces, what tools I use, what clay I use specifically, what glazes I use. So I always knew I wanted to start my own business. I just had no idea what it would be. I thought yeah. it would be something in fitness and nutrition because I was studying at the time. Yeah. And it just yeah, happened to be the perfect opportunity to release my own DIY pottery kit for everyone else who was in the lockdown. And wow. yeah, 18 months later now we have like an eight range of products and I
0: have staff now and it's awesome yeah, it's crazy how, how it happened. That is just incredible that you hadn't even touched pottery before lockdown. And now this is your business. Like so weird. That's just so (laughs) cool. And I think it's so inspiring because you never know what is going to happen in life. Like if someone had have told you that you would be doing that, I'm sure you'd be like, absolutely not I don't even know anything about pottery like that's amazing
2: yeah but now it's just like my favorite thing in the world and it's so creative and you have Mm. control and you know I'm the sort of person who is like oh you know um oh I need a new vase I'm just gonna make one or like we need something to hold our keys I'm just gonna make one and it's such a fun feeling having things scattered throughout the house that are just all so personalized and, you know, a bit of art, but also so practical. And I think the fact that people want to do that and can get that through the products that we sell is just the coolest Mm. thing ever. Like it's something you would genuinely keep forever Mm. because
3: it is ceramic, you know? Yeah.
0: That's so cool. That's so so
3: cool. Jesse, I like literally remember this day we were in lockdown and I was on the, and you know how like we couldn't see each other? You're on the phone. And I think it was like, just before you were launching it and you were like, I'm going to call it this, like the clay Co. I want to do this. Like, is this a cool, like, look at all the little things I got in this box. And I just like, I remember exactly where I was walking around Cronulla. And just like to think that was like the birthing of this incredible business. It's just, like, it's so exciting. It is so exciting oh, and so, so cool. You're oh
2: one of the God. first people to ever receive a kit oh and God. you got to try it out before oh, anyone.
3: Yeah. Yes. And the best
2: so... part is it unintentionally was launched on your birthday, which is yes, so special <laughs> because it's oh. like, ah, oh, my faith person plus the birth of my little child. <laughs>
3: oh, That's so, good. so nice. I think it's great. Can I ask, like, when you launched it, like, were there any resistances? Were there any um, fears or kind of imposter syndrome thoughts or anything that was like, oh, like this might not work. This might not Mm. go the way that I want it to. Like, what were your thought patterns before launch? The first one?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. But I... I thinking back, I don't think I did have any doubts because I didn't even think of it as the at the time as a long term sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I just thought, oh, great. We're in lockdown. I have this timeline. Like I've got to get it out before kind of the world goes back to normal. And so I didn't really think about the long term sort of thing. I just knew I wanted to have a physical product. And how cool would that be? Um, I, I kind of was in like a tunnel vision sort of thing yeah. while I do get imposter syndrome with a lot of other things. I don't think I had it so much with yeah. this because I wasn't really thinking about the longevity of the business. Mm. And I love this quote because I I use it all the time. And Ella's literally always reminding me of this quote, but it is launch fast and adjust So I was just thinking, okay, like, let's get this done. We'll make this perfect, but like no time to mess around sort of thing. Let's just get this out. I really wanted everybody to have something to do in lockdown. And obviously Melbourne was a huge thing. Like they were in lockdown for so, so much longer than we were. So I wanted something that people in Melbourne could do just to occupy their days Mm. and Christmas was coming around Black Friday so it was the perfect time to just get it get it out to everybody and then adjust later because the clay kits now then while they're not totally different like all of our packaging's different all of our packaging's more sustainable Mm. so all of those adjustments have been made over time and Mm. through learning and like now I'm at a point where I'm really really happy with it I'm sure there's some more things that I can change and adjust as I go but I definitely didn't have this imposter syndrome when it came to this and I don't know why maybe because it was less like a a personal thing but I definitely do get imposter syndrome when it comes to things that are more personal to me Mm. as in social media work posting on YouTube modeling it comes and goes in waves I think like everybody would
1: mm. have those
2: days where it's like what are these voices like what is going on sort of thing yeah um yeah it comes and goes in waves but I kind of detached myself from the business a little bit it was more like its own thing and then here's me over here yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. that's a very good point it's kind of like detaching your personal identity with the business to a point which helps with the imposter syndrome and I'm sure 100%. like when you mentioned about like I didn't really think it was a long-term thing, maybe you didn't have as much, not in a bad way, but like expectation or pressure on the result. It was like I want to do this. This is a great idea. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a long-term thing. It doesn't have to be sustainable, but let's just give it a go. I think going into it like that is a lot more sort of compassionate for yourself on that angle because if it doesn't go well, if it doesn't work out, it's not a reflection of you or your identity or anything like that. It's just something that you tried and you really wanted to do anyway.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was definitely something I wanted to give a go. I had no idea where it was going, but Mm. I'm glad with the direction it's gone in. It's um, a huge part of my
0: life now, obviously, but yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. (laughs) Have you always been, you know, quite, I guess, entrepreneurial? Because I feel like a lot of people have hobbies but not a lot of people turn them into a business. So what is your mindset, I guess, around business and have you always been that way?
2: Oh, 100%. Mm. I always knew that I was supposed to work for myself Um I don't know what it was about working under other people, but up until, yeah, I was like 20 years old, I had a bajillion casual jobs, was trying to dip my toes in everything because I just couldn't sit still. Mm. And even my mum, you know, she always said, you've got to be your own boss. And so in the back of my head, I knew that's kind of where I was going, regardless of what industry it was in. I just always knew that this is something I wanted to do, whether it was just a little side hobby, small business, and I did something else as a full-time job, I wasn't sure. Um, But I did give it a go when I first moved to Sydney in 2020. I decided to give myself six months to pursue modelling full-time. Well, it was great because my partner got a job here in Sydney and that was awesome but we got hit with the first lockdown so it was just kind of like oh no like so that's when I yeah turned to social media which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit is um yeah I guess like giving YouTube and Instagram a crack now that I've you know started this new life in Sydney and was really trying to make this work for myself.
1: Say hello to a new era of mental health care.
2: give it a good crack. I love business. I love being in control and having the flexibility within my work and mm. yeah, now I do a bunch of different roles, which is so much fun because I love doing bits and pieces of everything every day. It doesn't get too stale mm. just doing the one thing repetitively.
3: Yeah. Mm. Can we talk about social media? I think um I mean a lot of you know, a lot of people who are listening to probably know or follow you, or have seen you on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Is that all? Is that YouTube, TikTok? I yeah, think Instagram. So. Um, There's okay. so many. <laughs> but like, what led you to getting on Instagram? Like, was there a day where you're like, I'm going to be in, like an influencer or I'm going to do this? <laughs> or do you, do, was it like a slow burn? And like, how has it kind of flourished into your sort of platform today?
2: I guess I started when I began my modeling career. Mm. So I think I must've been in year 10 or year 11 when I went to my mom and I said, I'd really like to maybe do some photo shoots, give this a go. And so I went to this agency in Canberra and I decided to do like a startup photo shoot, get some photos for my portfolio, which are the most whack photos you've ever seen. I would love to see them. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. I will have to show you. They are hilarious because they made me try and do like yoga poses for this. And I'd never done yoga before. I was just a kid. I had no idea what I was doing. But obviously that's all part of the experience. Yeah. Um, and then I signed with this um, agency in Canberra, which was kind of like a commercial sort of agency, but i never got any work from it. It was all from just like um, working with local photographers and makeup mm. artists to get some photos, but I would use social media as a modelling portfolio. And so I was just posting all of my work and trying to mm. build that up myself I mean social media is a great platform to promote yourself so that I guess that was my intention mm-hmm. with the beginning of it. And I was always just kind of posting on YouTube just for fun. Um, Alice, I don't know if you've ever seen any of my old private videos, but (laughs) uh, I'm like, again, I think it started around like year nine, Mm. year 10 sort of time. Mm. And I was just posting like little skits here and there. If you've ever followed old school YouTube, that was definitely the vibe posting three, four, five minute short skits and yeah, like relatable stuff time. that you would see on TikTok short form nowadays yeah. was kind um, of interesting. Yeah, episode. on YouTube like that. <clears throat> and so I'd go to all these like little YouTube conventions and be surrounded by bigger creators who were doing this and also smaller creators who were doing this. And it was just such a fun community. And I loved everything about YouTube and social media and posting about my life and sharing my experiences and meeting like-minded people who were not even from Canberra. It was all online and I made some amazing friends just from the internet. It's, yeah,
0: yeah, it's such a good space.
2: It's so good. It's
0: incredible. That's how we met, Lil. That's how we met, yeah, just online. And now, like, there's so many opportunities that can come from that. It's 100%. It's amazing, like, the real connections that you can make with people over something Mm. that's seemingly very not real. It's, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's incredible.
2: It's, yeah, just such a good platform. Obviously, in small doses, like, social media can really be a great place Mm. with, you know, balance and everything like that. You can definitely use it for good and to meet incredible people because you honestly can find just the best people on even yeah just like you guys on instagram on youtube absolutely. and have like
3: connections for life mm, it's incredible it's incredible have you had challenges being on social media like has there any, anything come up where it's like been a challenge whether that's just always feeling like you have to show up or having like moments where it's just become a little bit of a, a, a like a, a work job mundane mm. sort of Talk, like yeah, thing to do.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess like you go through the waves really. Mm-hmm. Some days it is just so natural and flowy to post what you're mm-hmm. doing and like you don't even think about it again, sort of thing. But some days it is definitely harder to show up on those days where you're just feeling mm-hmm. so flat and the last thing you want to do is be looking at your phone. And look, most mm-hmm. of the time I probably wouldn't put myself In that, when I'm feeling those feelings, like obviously it's great to show vulnerability, and you know, some piece one person might be watching that goes, Oh, like I feel the same way, but mostly on those sort Mm -hmm. of days, I'll just listen to myself and take some time to do the things that I need to do before then coming back and showing up as a good version of myself and the person I'd like to show up as. But I guess with like challenges with social media I think I've talked about this before but for me the biggest challenge was like privacy Mm. and dealing with how unfortunately some mainly men use the platform and Mm. I found myself in some pretty sticky situations where Alice has actually been there when this happened one time where someone actually showed up to where we would usually go to meet us. And I was just like, um, oh, and, but it was, it was just extremely uncomfortable um, that this man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's yeah. been quite a few situations where, really? you know, showing up to my gym, showing up to cafes. Um, fortunately, I've, you know, not had anything happen yeah. to my personal house, which was great. But, yeah. Um, Boundaries was, boundaries and privacy was probably the biggest challenge I've faced or still face. Um, yeah. Yeah. How which do is you really do you that? I think I've found ways to, I guess, share my life without sharing specifics
0: yeah. that
2: are maybe not so important or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if yeah. I'm sharing where I am Maybe I can share what I'm doing, but maybe just not like locations and things yes. like that, Yeah, um, which is unfortunate that we have to think about, but it's just the world we live in and you never know what people's intentions are. Um, obviously, if, you know, people see me out in public, I absolutely love meeting people and saying hello and taking a photo and everything like that. That yeah. is just so lovely and you know I haven't really had any bad experiences with those sort of interactions but when there's other motives and it becomes a little bit scary that's when I'm like okay like I've definitely learned my lesson and learned ways around that I guess.
0: Yeah I mean there's a big difference between people that just really like you coming up and wanting to take a photo and Mm -hmm. something that gets like dangerous that's there's a big difference
2: yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. but yeah I definitely learned ways to kind of manage that and still enjoy the platform and still you know have a good connection with the people who do follow me and they do understand me
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah. do you ever um do you ever experience the side of social media that um you know trolls and and comments and and that kind of stuff or is your instagram sort of not really that kind of space
2: oh all the time okay but it's so fun yeah all the time but do you know what it's the people that i would never take advice from anyway yeah yep. so it's just kind of become like white noise
1: yeah <laughs>
2: not so much on instagram if anything the comments and the you know messages that i would receive are more so on the inappropriate or like yeah men saying inappropriate things but yeah. YouTube yeah YouTube comments can be brutal but it's really. just a matter of going oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's not someone you know personally and um, you know obviously I'm so open to criticism and people pulling me up if I've said something wrong or said something that maybe like hurtful or if they, of course like so open yep. to those sort of comments and feedback what is there's a difference between that and being like blatantly nasty and rude yep. or like rude towards my family and yeah yeah those sort of yep. comments and commentary I just don't have time for so it's just like a, oh well see you later yep. you can block yep. people from YouTube as well so they never be your channel again which is such a great tool to have they
0: don't deserve yeah. to see. No, exactly. I, I don't think you would be able to be, I guess, as successful as you are if you if you did take those things personally. Like, I feel like everyone that we've chatted to that is quite successful and we ask them that kind of question, they're like, Oh no, I just I just I can't let it get to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: Of course yes. there's some there's gonna be some comments that are a personal attack on you and while it stings yeah. sometimes it's just way better to understand that you have the upper hand and they've gone out of their way to watch the video, give you the engagement and comment their opinions. It's like... You have too much free time on your hands. Yeah, not a business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, people who maybe comment those things and bring other people down for doing something that they're not doing themselves, I think yeah. it says a lot more about them than yep. it does you.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's definitely something everyone can take away you know something from whether you're an influencer you're not like whatever you know we can all take something away from that so that's yeah awesome.
3: absolutely yeah absolutely so obviously jesse um you're a business owner and you're on instagram and youtube and everything what do you do like outside of that like how do you what makes you happy i, I love asking people this because i often feel like we we think of people and we go, oh, that's the person who owns the Clay Co. or that's the person mm-hmm. who's on Instagram. It's like, who are you without all this? Like, who is like Jesse? That's a, an amazing
2: question, Alice, and you've caught me so off guard right? <laughs> because I feel like myself as a person is like every little aspect that I kind of mm-hmm. dabble into. So, mm-hmm. I guess like the modeling side of me, I love content creation. I love anything super creative and all of that sort of stuff but I guess like me outside of anything work related I'm a dog mom I absolutely mm. love my little kiddo I've got a golden retriever who just oh turned my two. God. his name is Simba and he's just our little love we love him so much and mm. I have a partner who I've been with for seven years so I guess like all of my time outside of work kind of revolves around my beautiful little family and all of my amazing friends that I've got here in Sydney. I love the beach. I'm a beach girl at heart, just like you Alice. (laughs) Um, and I absolutely love health and fitness. And I think that's like at the core of my Mm. social media and YouTube and that's kind of what really kickstarted it. Um, yeah, I have studied nutrition in the past and brought out a nutrition and fitness ebook alongside my partner, who's a, an exercise physiologist. And yeah, we'd love training together. I was going to save this for my, my worst bit of the week, but um, unfortunately, our gym just closed down. So it was like so devastating, but kind of just trying to re spark our love for mm-hmm. fitness and training in a, yeah. in a different way at the moment. Yeah.
3: Sad. <laughs> yeah.
0: We actually forgot to ask. Yeah, your worst yeah bit of I was break. just thinking we forgot to ask. <laughs> oh Should we do it now? We yeah, can do it now. Yeah. That's my that's okay. my worst bit. Rest
2: yeah.
0: in peace. I'm so oh, sad. Oh, that is a breakup. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Do you have like what's your, what's your plan? Are you gonna just rebound? Gonna go into another one? What's <laughs> the go? Yeah,
2: I mean we've just gone back to the commercial gym that we were at before, which is yeah. so fine, but. Um, we were training at a fitness studio that does group training and I just loved it. It was so much fun. Yeah, It was all about the community and just such a good vibe. I really, really loved it. Mm -hmm. And the programming was so much fun because it was lots of weights and then cardio, but lots of weights, which Mm -hmm. makes me so happy. Yeah. But yeah, just over the last like week or two, we've gone back to just training ourselves and kind mm. of making a bit of a date morning out of it, which is yeah, like, yeah, that's fun. You know, you you win some, you lose some because yeah. now Jordi and I are having our like date time in the morning at the gym, which is <laughs> fabulous. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> but my, yeah, my best part of the week. I would say is I just um really randomly decided to launch my own collection of like, yeah, a small batch of my own ceramics that I'd made oh. on the website, which cool. was a very last minute decision. I said to Amy, the girl who works for me, Um I was like, I think I want to launch it tonight and so we got all the pieces together that we wanted to pop on the website just as a a small drop and shot them all that day did the post launched them on the website and
0: we're sending them all out this week which is so fun so ones that you have specifically made that's so cool so what kind of pieces were they
2: well, they are right here. They're kind of like a collection of oh, little like more so homewares. We've got some trinket dishes, yeah. lots of coffee mugs. So they're getting sent out this week, which will be really nice. Um, so and cool. Someone can have a piece that they'll keep forever because I just – I create so many and I've never sold one of my pieces ever before. Yeah. I just like, you know, Alice receives uh, so many
1: ceramics.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Usually be a matter of giving it to friends and family, which is awesome. But, yeah, I'd love to open the opportunity for someone else to enjoy them as well. Now that I've got my kiln, I'm just constantly getting pieces done. Yeah. So may as well pop them on the website
0: if someone would like to grab one. That's (laughs) so cool. Yeah, absolutely we will. Oh no! You
2: don't. I'll make some for you. I'll make the best um, bits.
0: Oh, <laughs> actually, we would love we
2: that. It. We can get you to do merch. That would be sick. <laughs> yes, little that's coffee so. coffee mugs that people can have while they listen oh, to the podcast.
0: That's such a good oh, idea. Banking <laughs> <such> <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. You're amazing. Oh, I think
3: absolutely. the thing that I love about you, Jesse, is and kind of back onto the whole like who's Jesse without work is like I've always seen you as somebody who's very good at balancing and. Uh, you know, I might be wrong here, but it appears that you're very good at balancing your life with like your work, whether that be social life, professional life, like, like personal life. I feel like it's very, it seems very natural to you in that you're, Mm. don't put too much pressure on yourself to, to do things, but then also you are so passionate about things as well. And it's just, I don't know, it just seems like you're very good at that. And would you agree with that observation? Yeah, I guess in a way, obviously different days, you know,
2: different things happen mm-hmm. and look, if you ask me in December, November, December if my work-life balance was good, mm-hmm. I would say absolutely not because yeah. it is just the busiest season of the year. I was absolutely drowning. I was mm-hmm. <laughs> trying my best to stay afloat, however in these times of the years where it is so much more manageable and everyone's back to work and it's not too crazy with Christmas time, I feel like my life balance is really, really good. And because I am my own boss, I'm able to switch off and maybe be a little bit more flexible with my schedule, with my Mm -hmm. work-life balance. But, yeah, I really try to lap up the times where, either it's the weekend it's the early morning it's the late afternoon just to really yeah do something for myself and i make sure i stick within kind of working hours mm. otherwise it would be like the situation where we were going to 530 club I'd be working from 530 till 8 p.m. Mm. and i had no switch off whatsoever yeah. and that just led to the biggest burnout but now i like you know even giving myself a 1 hour lunch break and I think it just makes such a difference yeah. in the whole day and my entire productivity if I've got mm. a time limit yeah. of when is working hours. Yeah.
1: I need yeah. to take it
3: on. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd give myself a lunch break, eh? I feel like I just, like, <gasps> work, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just, like, I didn't even think about that until just then. Wow. Okay. Give yourself What lunch. do you do
2: when you're when you're eating your lunch? Are you working
3: as well? Well, I'm just like eating it and like doing whether that's like you know listening to our podcast or like looking at reels on like mm. market research stuff to like oh I'm going to plan this like it's not like intensive mm. work like I'm seeing clients or I'm like
1: journal
3: yeah. like articles or whatever not that too general but you know what I mean but yeah. it's like mm. half ass work that like I really just shouldn't be doing that yeah. I really or if yeah. I did have a break, it's like 10 minutes. Eat, eat, eat. Okay, finish break. Let's go, you know. Mm. So
2: yeah, I get you. Mm. I get ya. No, I used to be exactly the same, but it was probably you, Alice, who told me that I needed to like <laughs>
3: well,
2: eat my food with no distractions yes. so I could focus on I'm like actually- chewing
3: my food. <laughs> yes, this is me. I definitely would have said that. Hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs>
2: do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do everything Alice tells me to do. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you're amazing can I ask (laughs) like
3: kind of final question with like people who um want to say your passion right for example you found it with clay and 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 you made a business out of it right like what advice or pieces of advice would you give to somebody who has a passion in like let's say candle making or Mm. you know incense or I don't know books like how would that person or what should that person do or how should they approach it in making it something that they can monetize or something that they can turn into a small business? Like what advice would you give if you have any?
2: If you have an idea or you've always known you wanted to get into that industry, the hardest part is starting. So I really think that maybe creating that Instagram page is a good Start or coming up with a name, brainstorm with other people. Ooh. I think for me, like even when I started this business, I was like calling friends instantly, being like, What do you think of this? Ooh. Getting ideas. And also, if you put that out into the world, it's kind of like it holds you accountable a little bit. So, yeah. I think if someone is starting a small business, it is great to just talk about it, get feedback, get ideas. As I said, create that Instagram, take slow steps to kind of think about what products you want to be making, make some samples or get some samples from suppliers or whichever. But as I said, you can always just launch fast and then adjust as you go because say if you're making a candle business, there might be certain aspects of it that you want to adjust along the way, whether it is from a manufacturer or a different sense of the candles or how mm-hmm. you want the logo to look, can always change mm-hmm. along yep. the way. I think I've changed my mind about so many things like a bajillion times. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, that's the progression of, of business yeah. and how you evolve and everything.
3: I agree yeah. with that. Launch fast, then what was it? Launch fast and then Adjust. 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 I it's love like, that. It's true, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Someone told me the other day, if you wait till it's the perfect moment, if you wait to the perfect time, you're waiting too long. You just gotta do mm-hmm. it and then figure it out along the way, right?
2: Well, that's the thing. There's no perfect time for anything in in life at all. I believe. Like, there's no for me. Like, there's no perfect time to have kiddos, and mm-hmm. you know when that happens, it happens. If you know, I'm lucky enough to go through that, but even with business I knew I always wanted to do it so I was like oh like this is a good opportunity why don't yeah. I just take it yeah and then whatever happens happens that is so fine but I just wanted to get something out into the world and see see how it went and lucky for me it did really well and yeah a year and a half later here we are in the clay coast studio <laughs> oh my goodness
0: that's so oh. cool and that's the achievement so cool. right like I feel like a lot of people like what if it fails what if it fails But it's kind of just successful just by starting, right? And then whatever happens from there, happens from there.
2: Absolutely. And if it doesn't go the way you want it to, it's still a learning experience. It's still a part of your story. And, you know, you can take the things that you learned and put them into another business or put them into another aspect of your life. But you just got to try these things. If you have Mm -hmm. this burning desire on your heart to... Give it a go. You absolutely have to listen to that intuition and just see where it takes you because you have no idea what's going to happen in the future. Yes. This could literally
0: change your life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so inspiring. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That's so yeah. cool. I think, yeah, you are definitely insp- an inspiration to us and to so many people listening, I'm sure. And
2: oh, I'm just so stoked you, so you came much. on. Oh my gosh, of course. Yeah. Anytime,
0: girls. Anytime. <laughs> that,
2: that's <laughs> so, you, you so
3: amazing. Plug,
0: plug some things before you leave. Yeah, plug some things. Of course.
2: So if you want to find me anywhere, I'm at Jesse Norbs on Instagram. Jesse Norbs on TikTok and Jesse Norbury on YouTube. Lovely. And you can find the Clay Co. at underscore the Clayco on Instagram and at the Clay Co. on TikTok, which has been such a great platform to use. Who would have thought? TikTok is amazing. If you haven't gotten, it, gotten on it already, you absolutely have to. Yep. It's such a great platform to utilize and who knew that people would love pottery so much over there.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank yeah. you so, so much. We'll put all of those details in the show notes and, yeah, just thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you so Yay. much for having me. Love it was you. lovely to chat to you guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Best Bits. We would absolutely love it if right now you would go into your podcast app and hit subscribe or follow and even a review as well would be absolutely amazing. It really helps our show. So if you do love listening to us, we would really, really appreciate it.